Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Mornings the Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. Over there is Dick. If you're seeing us live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, you can also catch us on IRLoneStar.com worldwide or locally on Conroe's FM dial at 104.5, 106.1. It is 9.06 on the dot. And... This is our first broadcast of the week. We were out yesterday, but we're here all week long. Got some guests coming in. Dick, who do we have coming in today? Oh, we got two guests today. <gasps> two? Yeah. Just two people. That's it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. We have C Kids Theater School coming in, and then we have Christian from Next Door at Conroe Coffee. He wanted, really wanted to chat. He was actually kind of nervous this morning when I was getting coffee. And I and he's like, "What are we doing? What are we talking about? Like, what's the order? Whatever thing." And I'm like, "Man, I don't care. We got fifty. You got fifteen minutes. You can do whatever you want." Should I mess with them and start asking them about nuclear proliferation oh, in North Korea? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's one thing I do like is uh, a lot of the guests who leave is like, "Oh, we had this statement we wanted to say, but we didn't say that because we got off track." <laughs> welcome to Morning's Lunch Star. Yeah. Welcome to Squirrel. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Today is uh, Tuesday. August 14th. Sorry, I'm trying to do it. We have new tech stuff, and I'm just mm-hmm. making sure everything's running. Uh, but uh, I, I thought you were just looking over there new, so you could show off your tattoo on your neck. Oh, yeah, that's, that's really hot. Uh, people really thought it was real for the first day I got well, it. What was it? Well, we uh, Holly and I ventured over to the Conroe, Tribute to Conroe Music Festival, mm-hmm. the cover band deal over at Heritage Place, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And she dared me to get a temporary tattoo, and I was like, yeah, I'll get it on my neck. And uh, <laughs> it worked out really well. It was fun for the like the last couple of days. My favorite one was uh, one of my buddies who recently had a baby. I haven't been able to see him, so it's like, hey, let's have breakfast or something. I'll be over in your neck of the woods. So he invited me to the Wood Forest Brunch Country Club. Wood Forest. Wood Country. Forest Country Club. Okay. Over there, I think it's Honey, Egypt. I guess that's the road or okay. Fish Creek Thoroughfare. I don't know. I forgot what road it was on. But uh, I, I kind of forgot that I had this neck tattoo. And so when I walked in, I felt people were just looking at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I have this neck tattoo. It's a giant oh. demon. Is, it, well, is that what it was? Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. So it was a good laugh. I had a good time. Well, good. I'm glad to hear it. And the food was not bad. Not bad? Not bad there. I was actually kind of impressed with it. So uh, good job to those folks. It was pretty pricey, though. That's all, But it's a country club. It's a country club. I, like, it's what, what they do. They have this rich person tax. You know, It's crazy. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you make too much money, you got to give it to, to the people who don't have it. So there you go. But, uh, but yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I, I like the tribute. It was actually kind of busy. I was surprised uh, because we got there at noon. We got there right when it opened, and there was a handful of people doing stuff, and the the cover band was Pearl Jam because that was the one I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And it, it, Inspire Productions, if you're listening, the only suggestion I have for you is if you're going to have a music festival – 
put the the stage times on the website because I couldn't find when these bands were going on. Well, people typically don't for that very reason because there could be a band that, that cancels or they go over or takes a while. Because if you say, you know, I don't believe up that. On stage I don't believe that at all because the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival posted their like really? stage and times. So I'm I, impressed because I've been at many festivals where they they don't do that for that reason. So. But what's wrong with saying it's scheduled? Because people kind of understand oh, oh they I'm, canceled. Nothing wrong. I, I think they. I agree with you. I think they should. It's uh, too many places don't. So yeah. Okay, Inspire, you heard Dick? Step yeah. up to the plate. Well, I mean, like, it, it's kind of obvious which what order is in because they, the way they put it on the ticket. But it didn't say, like, when it starts or anything. Because when it said noon, opens at noon, I figured that's when the band, you know, 12 to 1230. But no, it was like 115. So I'm just saying, I'd like to know when things are going on. That's it. Other than that, it was a great little festival. Well, good. And, uh, yeah, I heard that uh, several hundred people showed up. And despite the rains, that the the festival just kept... yeah we left right when it started doing that. We're mm -hmm. smart about it. But apparently the rains did not stop the music or the pe neither the music nor the people. So well done to the tribute to Conroe Music Fest. I'm sorry that I missed it, but that night I was over at the uh, at the Monty's. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw all that Frankenstein like ran away with everything. Yes, it did. A record sixteen award. Yeah. The previous record was 12. You have that many awards there? Oh, yeah. There, there, there are many awards. Is this one of those award ceremonies where, like, where everyone gets an award? Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. But, yeah, let's talk about uh, weather and traffic real quick. I got weather right here. Yeah. 80 degrees already, but it's only going to go up to 93 all week long. It's not going to break 95 during the highs. It's going to be partly cloudy all week long. Uh, down to the low to mid-70s at night. So the dog days of summer, I think, might be behind us. And as we start to segue the slow tango into autumn. Nice. Let's do the traffic. Mm -hmm. I don't see any issues. There well, we go. There's traffic. <clears throat> well, no, what they I'm had. I'm there is an accident. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about the one up north? Yeah, up north, right between 1097 and 830 uh, by the Willis High School on I-45 northbound. So right before 1097, there's an accident being reported, and it's pretty much backed up uh, a, a mile or two. So if you're heading northbound before 1097, you're going to run into some trouble. Uh, outside that, and that southbound I-45, Highway 69, I'm not seeing really big issues until you get into Houston, of course. East to west, 105, everything else, you're looking good. And that incident is actually a hazmat spill, so it's probably going to be there a while. Uh, if, you, if you can't avoid the area, uh, heading northbound, do it. And be cautious heading southbound because if they got to start spraying, they may have to close down south downsides too, so be open for that. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and you know what? Uh, we got to say thank you to our new sponsor. We have a new sponsor. Did you know that? So beyond the awesome Conroe, Conroe Coffee, Coffee and the indomitable Clean Sweep Office, office cleaning, cleaning, we have Jay Stittleberg. Jay Stittleberg, isn't he running for county judge? Yes, for county judge, ready to work for you. So uh, special thanks to him to sponsoring today's show. And uh, he will be in on Wednesday, actually. So if you have questions for him, too, that's really convenient. I can, like, segue a sponsor and a guest appearance. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. If you have questions for Jay, he's running for county judge. Uh, he's going to be coming in periodically throughout the, the weeks till November. So I really am very excited about getting to know him more and then also learning more about the county judge seat. That is right, so. because campaign season is officially and legally begun. I see the signs already starting to go up. Uh, and uh, we are in election mode. 
Yeah. Cool. Whatever. All right. <laughs> next. All right. So this weekend you were doing Monty's. Did the Monty's. Then Sunday I had to do a uh, day around trip to and from Dallas. Okay. And that was uh, tiring. So the Monty's, I imagine there's a lot of drama there because it's about theater people. <laughs> so. No, actually, it's um a, a lot of the pretentiousness from most award ceremonies is not present there because the Monty's is fully aware that this is community theater. There are two community theaters. Oh, come on. There's like one person who takes it real serious. Oh, of course. And, the, and the, actually, there are, there are many. But for the most part, uh, you know how you watch the uh, the Oscars, the Emmys, and you see these spoiled multi-gazillionaires crying about, you know, the, the poor people, and you realize how disengaged they are. At some place like the Monty's, these are all 99% of the people winning awards for technical or acting or directing or music also have day jobs. You know, they're not professional actors. Yeah, we talked about that where it's like, oh, hey, you want to be a sound tech, Richard, for, you know, for a three-month show? Nope. <laughs> nope. So these are people that, that you can take the craft seriously, you can take the award seriously, but everyone realizes, you know, we're not professionals. No one on that stage has won an Oscar, an Emmy, a Tony, or a Grammy. Uh, and so it's very fr- friendly. Some friends of mine won some stuff. Uh, like I said, there were some uh, some crowd favorites, obviously. Elephant Man and uh, Young Frankenstein took the, uh, took the lion's share of awards. But there were some great, uh, you know, they reenacted some scenes. Is that scenes because Rick was, was Rick in that? Rick was in um, uh, Elephant Man, yes. In fact, he was, Rick was up for a nomination for uh, Monty, but for his role in Young Frankenstein. Remember, he played uh, Frederick. The dad, right? Yeah, uh-huh. The, the grandfather. Yeah. So he did not win, but, you know, sometimes it's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Rick, you lost. Sorry, buddy. Well, I think he's already a Monty winner, so. He is. He's won two. I've only won one, I, so my, my, I have to th- fix my rule of thumb is if you... Win one like every ten years, you're still relevant. So if the last one you won was ten years ago or more, you got to get a win again. You got to get another one. There you go. But I'm inspired. Uh, you know, next spring I'll be directing Happy Days, the musical, over at the Owen, and I'm really inspired to put on a very quality show so I can run away with some more awards like uh, Young Frankenstein did this year. That's my goal. Okay. Okay. Well, it's good to be back. It is good to be we back. We got a good week of people coming in and all that good stuff. And we got our new sponsor for this week. That's crazy. A lot of stuff's going on. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We will have Christian Woodring over there from Connor Coffee. You've probably seen him working his butt off. Uh, he wanted to come in and just talk about some stuff. I'm looking at uh, his statement. He wants to talk about young entrepreneurship. So I kind of know a thing or two about that, too. There and then we're going to have Terry Woods from Sea Kids from uh, the Players Theater Company. Kid, They do like a summer program. Mm-hmm. And they do some really great stuff. They're going to be in the studio. I think uh, we're going to have an author with them, too, author B.R. Woods and the Book of Hexian. So they're going to be hopefully in the studio. Talk about a radio play, maybe. Mm-hmm. But we're going to take a quick break here on Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. Worldwide and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, brought to you by. Man, this is going to take forever to close out this show, <laughs> close out this segment. We got Jay Stillberg for County Judge, and we got Conroe Coffee, and then we have Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be right back. I don't wanna play no 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. My name is Jay Spittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Spittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Hello and welcome back. 920 on the dot. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the intros. My pleasure. Still trying to figure this stuff out. <laughs> Dick and Skippy on the air on a Tuesday morning, Tuesday the 14th of August. Tomorrow is the 15th, the Ides of August. Today is, uh, what is today? Car payment due day today. Nice. There you go. Well, I want to remind folks, we are live on Facebook and YouTube, so feel free to join us and ask questions if you have questions for today's guests. Our general things like Brett wants us to discuss uh, something I have no idea about because I'm just so ignorant. Well, uh, and, what's uh, want? I haven't looked at the stuff yet. What's he wants to know, or he said, uh, let me see if I can make this in on air terms. There, uh, he basically says there's no such thing as an income tax on the rich. Mm-hmm. Income taxes only serve to limit upward mobility. 
Well, you know, Brett, only there's only so much room in the cool club, okay? So you gotta, you know, have a good vetting process to be in the cool club. Are you in the one? You're in the one percent, aren't you? Aren't we all? I don't even know what that aren't means. Aren't we? Aren't you? Yeah. And I? Are, is it pretty much everyone in this room? Well, I'm or a white this... male, so apparently I've had everything handed to me, you know, by right of my own well, I've DNA. Heard, I've heard like different levels. Of like what like there's like oh you know, the percentage of the United people who live in the United States are part of the one percent even like the people who you wouldn't think because of how well this the the economy in the United States works compared to like one of the poorest countries or whatever. There you go. Uh, I I'm gotta sort of kind of side with Brett on this one. I'm not ever been a fan of the concept of income tax. Uh, I think we should be a consumption based tax economy. Yeah. And there are so many implications, and it's a huge thing. We could get bogged down in the entire two hours. But basically, instead of— We'll talk to Christian about that. He's a young entrepreneur. Right. Well, yeah, we can talk <laughs> about it because he is—you know, I believe children like Christian are our future. And if we teach them well, they will lead the way. But with an income tax-based society, it's you're kind of penalized. The more you make, the more it's taken away. And I don't want to get into too much detail, but literally, the more you make— the more taxes you pay, both percentage-wise and finance-wise, it's somewhere it just became that's the thing. As a and it also fails on the, the the molecular level that half of people don't make enough to pay income tax, so that leaves it to the other half to make up for it. So either do a flat tax and/or fair tax where everybody is taxed at a certain rate within a range, and there well, how you does go. It work, like. All right, I'm just this is Brett. If you know this, please let me know. Like, let's look at the argument today is like the socialist democrat kind of thing. So, what like the United Kingdom? Do they tax on a, like a different level of depending on how much income you have, or does everyone <laughs> get taxed this like a twenty percent or eighty percent off their income? It's, it's double. You are income tax, <clears throat> but also but everyone, everything. But everyone gets taxed the same regardless of how much money they make. No, because England is socialist, and so there are people who go, I'm on disability or I'm on the dole. I yeah. literally can't make money. So uh, that's why there's such a high tax rate. And on top of income tax, there's what's called VAT, value-added tax, which is when I left England back in the early 80s, it was 35%. But that's based off of every year they evaluate how much money you made? No, that is everything you purchase has an additional 30 some odd percent tax on it. Okay, so that's okay. it's like a, it's almost like a sales tax. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, say I'm a person who makes you know sixty thousand dollars a year, and then my neighbor makes a hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. Are we paying the same tax bracket? No, in England. No, no, no. It's similar to here where you have yeah. Okay, and because also don't forget, England is a caste society, and that's caste with an e at the end which means you have your haves and your have-nots for sure, and it's like kind of predetermined. Even the school system, as I had a wonderful school experience. Well, I didn't think so at the time because it was all boys. It was like dead poet society, but I didn't have Robin Williams to ease the stress. But in England, typically how it is is you go to school till you're 16, and then you take your O-levels, your ordinary levels, or if you're a Harry Potter fan, it's the owls. And that's what determines what you're qualified to do in the real world. Oh, whoa. Okay. Like the snorting hat. No, I'm trying to make a Harry Potter reference. But. And you can leave school at that point and then go out into the blue-collar world. To You know, I'm qualified yeah. to be a work in a short store. I'm qualified to be a secretary. I'm And it actually is what you're qualified to do based on your O-levels, Your these exams, your graduating finals. So 
Are, okay, so this is when you were there. Is mm -hmm. that still there? Yes, that's still, this is how it's set up. Is there there. actually barriers for people? Where, like, say I take it horrible because I got drunk the night before. And it's like, no, you cannot be a banker because your out or your levels are like you're like there's no way to get that. Yes. No way. Uh, I looked into the mind of Skippy a little bit. So I was involved in an incident in England which required me to have brain surgery. Three months later, I took my O levels and I had asked for a dispensation that I'm re literally recovering from having my brain operated on. Yeah. Nope. No dispensations whatsoever. Those scores. But like went. after you took it, and they're like, "Oh, you got a D minus or whatever is equivalent to that," and they're like, "Oh, you can only be this person who that is know, correct who shines shoes. That or whatever. is correct. And you can't one day go. I'm going to work side on the side at this film place. Well, the, and then so they have go their up. yeah they have their version after the O levels, much like a high school diploma. They have their version called the DCRE. <laughs> Would you be in trouble if you made money? Of what? Well, like, because you said, like, they, you still have to say how much money you made. Say, like, you have a side business on Etsy, and you're really good at, you know, doing leather goods. In a socialist state, you, if the more you money get in you, trouble? yeah, because you're not, that money's not being taxed. You need to. I know, but you're you're every, performing above your level. Oh, oh, oh! You're on a social. Oh, yeah. It's it doesn't discourage entrepreneurs, but you don't really have the resources to do it. You don't have the opportunities. That's crazy. So. They do have a backup called the GCRE, which is kind of the British equivalent of the GED, which is if you just your O levels don't go, do, do well, you take your GCRE and that gets you into, that may expand your qualifications. But basically, if you're qualified to be secretary, then that's what you are for the rest of your life with very few exceptions. Or you can stay in school another two years and concentrate. Anyone can do that. Yes. Okay. Assuming you pass enough O levels to, you know, if you flunk out of junior high, you can't get into high school kind of premise. So you have to do well enough on your O-levels. But then you pick one or two subjects for your A-levels, your advanced levels, let's say English or mechanics or engineering or physics or whatever. And you specialize in that. You graduate at 18 with that, and then you can go on to university from there. Mm -hmm. And then you go on to university for three years. But in, in British university, you instead of majoring, it's called reading, and you only read that one subject for the entire three years. So if I'd stayed in England, if I'd actually gone on to Oxford like I was supposed to, I would have read English, but I would have learned everything about English. You know, etymology of words, his, just everything about it, and that would have made me an academic, basically. So that's what separates the school system is set up to say, okay, you're a blue collar and you're going to be a white collar. That's all there is. So to what me. happened to you? Well, I left England, and I, had, I took my O-levels, and a few weeks later I moved back to America. I was 16 with... Oh, seven O levels, and I'd taken the SATs at an Air Force base when I was like 14 or 15, and I did okay, did did well enough on them. So I went to uh, University of St. Thomas with those, and that, that that got me in. The O levels count as the high school diploma equivalent. Okay. So got in the University of St. Thomas. Neat. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, uh, so but we we, we kind of segued. Brett was talking about income tax. I kind of agree. If we have a consumption tax based society, that means the more you buy, the more you're charged. That way, it's easier to budget. Okay. Instead so of you're being, saying like L.A. would be ridiculously making money because people overpay everything over there. Right. But here's the thing: is you have you're not taxed on your income. Yeah, you're taxed but, on what you're buying. So like, for instance, it may be a, a, a gallon of milk may suddenly cost $6 instead of two, but you have the money to handle it because your income's not being taxed. Yeah. 
And so that's where you can say, okay, I'm, I want to buy cheaper milk. I want to buy more expensive milk, or I don't need milk this month. You can budget better because you know, full, if you're making 35, 20, 50 a year, you know, that's what you're bringing home. I'm bringing home 50,000 a year. So I can budget accordingly. Whereas when you have an income tax that cuts that down 30%. So your 50 is now 36. It just takes a generation to get over it. Whatever well, change you're doing. You know, um, we do have our local congressman, uh, incumbent right now, Kevin Brady, uh, a congressman for the 8th Congressional District, and he's also chairman of Ways and Means. Mm-hmm. And that I handles I kind of understand what that is. That handles all things taxation. You know, speaking of which, we're having Stephen David come in. Stephen David is, is challenging uh, Kevin Brady in the upcoming general election. So uh, I think uh, Stephen, uh, yeah, Stephen Dean's coming in, and if Kevin Brady comes in, hey, get him in on the same day, we could have a debate. But Brady's been pushing for the fair tax, which is not exactly a flat tax, but it's a fair tax where literally you put it on a postcard. Now, I don't know if I'm a fan of that because I don't want my numbers on a postcard. I want to put it in an envelope. But it cuts out a lot of the... Or you could do it online. You can do it online. Assuming you have online capabilities, not everybody. Hey, did I tell you that I was... uh, I want to send you this because I found an article about small town doing online voting. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like municipal stuff. It's not like, uh, you know, for the major elections. I'm telling you, my neighborhood is so small that we actually have paper ballots. I mean, where you write them down and you fold them up and you put them in the, the suggestion box yeah. with the padlock on it. That is so cool. That's old school. I love that. I don't mind doing the electronic you ballots. You do the thumb? I voted. Oh, the sticker? No, it's in other countries they do the thumb. Oh, oh no, no, I just always make sure to get the sticker. Okay. And I wear the sticker all day. Well, that's all. That's coming up. That's coming up. Because I'm American. Well, we got to be taking a break right now. Uh, You're listening to Morgan's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. We got Christian Woodring coming in. So stick around. Mr. Christian, oh, the time has come. And you know that you're the only one to say. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. My name is Jay Spittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Stittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone, addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information Extension programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. 
The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Morning's Lone Star Dick and Skeppy, 934 on the dot. Already 80 degrees outside, going to go up another 13 degrees. Partly cloudy all day. Only a 1% chance of rain all day, all night, all week. Yay! Uh, Mid-70s during the evening, so not too shabby. In the studio, if you're looking at us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, you see that we've added someone to our mix. We got Christian Woodring here, who is what... uh, uh, senior barista, assistant manager, yeah. lackey. What's your official title over there? So I'm the Whipping general boy? manager. What? Who? General manager. General manager. So is general like a rank? Do I have to salute you? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Okay, well done. So Christian is a young gentleman who has got some business savvy and is also an entrepreneur, and we're going to be talking about that today. Yeah. But uh, we were talking last week and, and really wanted him to come on and get like fresh perspectives on some stuff. So welcome to the studio. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. First time on the radio? Yes, it is. First time. You know, millions of people could be watching you right yeah, now. Yeah, millions? Don't oh, freeze. Dang. Don't, oh, right. don't freeze right, up, man. Just, just ignore the camera. Okay, I got you. On you. Okay, so what Dick and I decided to do is we're just going to not say a single word and just let you take the next 15 minutes. Go. Okay, all right, got it. So the first thing is, like, whenever I was younger, I was, like, always trying to, like, I, I hated school. Like, I just hated it. I still do. Um, and I was, like, trying to figure out ways to, like, become an entrepreneur and like and the first thing I thought of was YouTube I was like you know what like I'm gonna do YouTube I'm gonna make it I was like this is just like what I'm gonna do when what year was this this was like uh three weeks ago no 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 no. it's like it was like 2013 um and I was like you know what like I just I can't stand school I was like I like wanted to drop out I, I don't know I was like that person and so I started doing YouTube and like I started growing it and I was getting like a decent amount of views but like YouTube wasn't really paying that much so I was like you know what how can I get it to where I'll like make more money so like I was playing Minecraft at the time and um, I I like made my own server or something like that and basically like you could buy stuff in the game and like my first month I went from making like a hundred bucks on YouTube it's like my first month when I launched this server I made like 500 bucks and I was like oh and then like it just kept growing and kept growing and like before long I was making like two thousand dollars a month on YouTube and like it was all new to me and I like I was like heck yeah like I started making decent amount of money that was like all profit too because like the server was sponsored to me and uh it was basically all profit so um fast forward I was like not good with my money at all and so, like, I did save up a little bit of money. I bought my car cash. Like, I don't have any, like, debt or anything like that. 
but I was just like really not good with my money. So, did you have a habit you don't want to talk about on the air? Is no, 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 no. Coffee habit? No. I I don't know. I I just spent like a lot of money on like stupid like, like candy. Yeah, I guess so. Like rock. I don't candy. know. Right. <laughs> and like I would I would spend money on like other people's servers cuz I felt like that was a way like if I could go on other people's servers to, like get my name more out there. Um I was like, well then it's a good investment. But I don't know. It, it didn't work out. But I, I, I got a little better with my money, mm-hmm. and I got my, my car. I started working here, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm, like I was here. I was here to be the manager. Like, I wasn't going to settle for anything less. And within three months, they came to me, and they were like, hey. I wanna, remember, yeah. Yeah. They were like, do you want to be the manager? And I was like, heck, yeah. Like, that's what I'm here for. You know, I was, that's, like, why I started working here. Like, Did you give them a list of demands? Uh, not really. Actually, it was kind of weird because. Or did you say, Thank you, God, for high. Yeah, I love you. It was kind of weird because I was just kind of like put into the position, and like I was like not sure exactly like what all like permission I had, and like I was kind of like chill, like laid back, relaxed. I didn't really tell people what to do, and he was like, "No, dude, like you're the manager." Mm-hmm. Like he was like, "Tell like you're telling people what to do and everything." And I was like, "Oh, sweet!" Like I was like, "I'm like really in it." So. Um, then I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to do this a lot better. I was like, I'm not going to like waste all my money. I'm not going to like spend it all on like random different things. And so I got, um, recently actually, I got a financial advisor to help me like know where to put my money and he'll actually, so like he specializes in meeting with people my age. And he was kind of telling me like he has mutual funds that have averaged like 12 and a half percent which is ridiculous. That is very good. Yeah, since 1934. And so, like, he was kind of setting me up with some good mutual funds, and um, he was just kind of, like, helping me know, like, where to invest my money, what to do with it, and that's, like, helped me out a ton. But, like, with the coffee shop, move like, getting into that position was so weird because it was almost like I, I, I'm the youngest person that works here, but mm-hmm. I'm also like your boss. And that's like weird for people to kind of understand. There's a know? great Sliders episode about that. What is it? Oh, TV yeah. TV show Sliders. It's before your time. Oh, uh, I got you. But uh, basically everyone who works has to be like under the age of like 30. And if you're over the age of 30, you start like no one likes you in the in society because you're you're too lazy. I guess I don't really know what the rules were. Yeah, but. they based that off of Logan's Run. Now, remember the movie Logan's Run? The, it's thirty when you go to Carousel. In the book, it's twenty-one. So you have a totally hedonistic. Well, society. how old are you? Yeah, you're, I'm seventeen. So you're seventeen. Now let's let's be trying honest. to be a millionaire by thirty. Well, here's the thing: it's, it, in popular culture, what you see out there in the world, there you don't hear too many seventeen-year-olds saying, "I have a financial advisor. I've made yeah. money. I lost money, so now I know how not to lose." Yeah, money next time. exactly. Uh. You know, and I'm old. I'm like literally, I think three times your age. So, stop your snickering. Uh, I'm one time, two times your age. You're, you're yeah, you're twice his age. Yeah. Are you indicative? I mean, I, I'm the guy that yells at kids to get off my lawn. So, and I think, yeah, yeah, yeah kids, you don't have any appreciation. Uh, are you indicative of your typical 17 year old? Or are you hoping to like, this is the next generation that's gonna be there? Well, what do you mean by indicative? That uh, are I'm you, homeschooled, so like I don't I don't know those words. Got well, okay. Well, I, well, you're I think too busy working. Yeah, in, yeah. I think in, too public, busy working. in public school, you probably wouldn't have been 
caught that word either. Meaning, are you the normal 17-year-old when it comes to handling your finances? No, like, I definitely don't think so. Like, I, it drives me crazy because, like, I've seen stuff on Facebook where people are like, um, people use, you still live with your parents as an insult. Um, like, people still use that as an insult. And I saw this post where it was like, are you kidding me? Like, in this economy, you're going to use that as an insult? And I really don't think it has anything to do with our economy. I, I honestly think that it's like, people spend so much money like they'll go they'll go spend ten dollars on a uh, on a bowl at chipotle and i i feel like people just don't know how to manage their money like mm -hmm. you can go anywhere and get eleven dollars an hour and you can live off eleven dollars an hour like i i just but it's I, not ideal yeah it, it's not ideal because, but well i also think it's where you live why it's called yeah. entry level That's yeah the whole so. point. It's, it's you work your way through but eleven dollars an hour isn't minimum wage yeah well, yeah, so, so 725 is minimum wage right now, but So do, in your experience right now, do you think 725 is a wage that someone could see I like I don't think somebody could live off 725. But I also don't think most places pay 725. Well, it's thing it's not supposed to be a, this is I think kind of a breakdown minimum wage is not living wage. What well, I was just I'm asking be. he's he's younger in a sense mm -hmm. of you're you're experiencing things from a different perspective and yeah. I wanted to see what he thought. Right. I I personally do not think you could live off seven twenty five. But we know that's not the intention of the seven twenty five, Sean. We know. Yeah. I didn't okay. say it again. <laughs> All right. I can just I can feel I can feel it. Yeah. Your Fox News is showing. No, no, no. Well, no. no as someone who who started working when I was eight years old and working no, his way through it. Uh, well, would you say since you were homeschooled, that kind of changed your perspective on the way like you the way you look at money or? Yeah, absolutely. Because to me, you said. You're 17 now, and you're making $2,000 a month, what was that, three years ago, four yeah. years ago? So if I was 14, 13, making $2,000 a month, I can't imagine what I was experiencing because that would be way too much money. My yeah. parents would be like, no. Well, no. Like, my parents would always, like, ask me where, like, what I was, like, doing with it. Like, they, they would want to know. Because you had to open a bank account. Yeah. Well, it was all PayPal. So, so that's basically a bank account. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh wow, yeah, that's creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I and so did, did your parents help? Uh, like with that, do you, do you think that like parental well, counseling? Where's your money going? I will say a little bit. Like I kind of underplayed it a little bit. You know, like I didn't exactly want my parents to know like it, like how much I was making. I do regret that. Like I wish I would have had some like like some guidance in there. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but at the end of the day, like I I don't have a car note. That's really nice. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, I mean, like, especially being a manager here at the coffee shop, the coffee yeah. shop to me is a good, sh like, a basically portfolio or, or oh, shell yeah. Yeah, of how yeah, a company yeah, yeah. works. Because you have orders, you have yeah. customers, you also have the standard, like, day-to-day -day business of, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with the health, the health department and things like that. Yeah. What you're looking at, you're basically a manager. Yeah. So do you want to manage something bigger, like a hotel? Yeah, or? I mean, I think I already do, like what like a McDonald's manager does just on a much smaller scale. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I definitely, I want to go to a bigger scale. Like I want to eventually. What about schooling? Do you want to go? Cause to me, that's one thing that I missed out when I went to school and I did electronic media and I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. I'm a third, yeah. gener uh, fourth generation entrepreneur. So yeah. and it's more of one of those things where I regret not going to the standard business classes. Yeah. And doing, cause really at the end of the day, especially when we are doing taxes, and like, if you don't understand mm -hmm. what you're saying, like what your accountant wants, yeah, then you, it's better to have a good understanding than not. So, well, what my what I was like talking to my financial advisor, and he said it's absolutely like you 
before you own a business, you should absolutely take a few accounting classes because he said, at the end of the day, you want to know that, like, you obviously want to be able to trust your accountant, but, like, you also need to be able to go in and check and make sure everything's, like, going well. Like, you don't want to put tons of money in someone else's hands and not know how to check it. Like, you should be able to check. Oh, that's trust. been the downfall of many person, the, the Bernie Madoff that scandals. What, yeah, that's that what Bernie Madoff? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I'm going to make you a lot of money. Here, take it and run with it. Mm -hmm. And just there's that blind trust, and that's where it goes. So, And you, how many rock groups have you heard of? You know, our manager ripped us off. Yeah. You know, because they had no concept of it. I mean, I've, I've heard lots of stories where, like, e even, like, companies, like, their managers will be, like, stealing money from them. And well, I, you being a manager, I mean, that's something that yeah. I know Lee and Jason trust you in a sense of managing your employees. Because yeah. I mean, you have hiring and firing powers, right? Oh, yeah. Because so, that's what that's one of the funniest things I think of Chris from the ticket stub. He's the GM over at the Grand Theater in Conroe. And I go, it's kind of weird to think about 80%, 90% of your employees are 16 years old. And yeah. I go, well, how does that even operate? Because yeah. you're dealing with a much, I would say, just kind of like the attitude, the morale level. And I can't believe the nonsense you kind of have to put up with a lot of times. Like, my mom's upset that I got fired. Oh, my mom's going to go up there and start yelling at you. Yeah. I was there for that. Dude, I'm just really, I was there. Dude, I was I'm like, 53. I think my, my mom would come yell at someone if they fired me. So, too, so well, here's the thing about here, here's the thing. Like, we have never, ever, ever fired someone. And I think that's something that's like really cool because I think you should be able to sit down and talk with someone and realize, be like, hey, I'm not doing you a favor by keeping you here. What do you think? And so you're basically just rewording the word fire. Yeah. Maybe Donald Trump needs a reduction to in force. Yeah, or just maybe, like maybe hey, Donald do, Trump. Like, what do you think about this? Like, do you think you're you're happy here? Because people that are underperforming, they're usually not happy, and they just don't want. Maybe they don't feel comfortable quitting. So if you bring it up to them, usually they'll kind of like step down. But. I also we got the great manipulator here. I yeah, right. I also just feel like if you treat people the way you want to be treated, they will absolutely perform way better. Like I think that's something so many managers like they'll go in and just like write their employees up for anything. And honestly, like say someone is not keeping your establishment clean, if you can if you go in and write them up for that, they'll probably keep it clean, but they may not be performing as well. They may be less happy. And if you can just go in and talk to them about that and be like, hey, why do you think it's okay to not keep this place clean? Like, why do you think that's fine? That's, re that's really interesting. I think this is a melding. I think Christian is a good example of the proper melding of old school like me, which is work ethic. Mm -hmm. You know, you come and you work hard. You, the, more you, the harder you work, the more you get, which nowadays isn't really true because let's take the YouTube thing. You can have someone who just belches for a living and they can get 10 million followers on YouTube yeah. and be a millionaire just yeah. for providing no product or service whatsoever except for entertainment you mean like us yeah. well <laughs> yeah dude if i had to live off what i made on the let me see if i can burp for everybody yeah if i if i if i had to live off what i made at the station man i would i would christian be hiring for coffee conroe coffee and i'd be yeah. sleeping in the back yeah. room hey so was, i i guess to the people listening out there so we're sitting here with a 17 year old who's made a lot of money, lost it, remaking it, working on a work ethic, has hiring, firing capabilities, and is melding in the new generation of the feel good, how does it make you feel, that kind of stuff, to where in the old school, if you didn't clean it, you were fired, but yeah. now it's a new thing.
uh is is there hope for our future is someone old like me gonna be able to say okay the world's in good hands yeah i i think so honestly like i've just i've just read a lot of books and i just think it's like i i was reading like how to win friends and influence people and they were talking about like you know no one should ever be criticized in the like in your workplace and that's just that's just kind of like what i went with i just if you just explain to people like hey this needs to be done right why are you not doing it right and they give you like a like a weak answer it's just like okay then is this working you know from the mouths of mature hardworking babes Sean, is this working it's working is this, is it's this working. working it's working it's working 9:49. we're gonna take a break and come back we got more guests coming in the studio mornings lone star Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936 647 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. My name is Jay Spittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Stittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift than a flight on a historic B-17? Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. 
We uh, asked Christian to stick around to see kids theater school gets here. So that's kind of fun. So if you still have questions for him, a lot of people are giving you some encouragement to be smart and all this kind of stuff. Who doesn't say that? You know, be stupid. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you stopped playing video games. I mean, $2,000 a month. That's pretty casual living at it, 14, it was, 13. YouTube is not what it used to be. It, it's so much more work. People just think that you just kind of like sit there and make YouTube videos. No, I, I mean, it was 12 hours a day. Work. I mean, I know how long I work on this show. Mm. Just unbelievable amounts of time. Yeah. Well, and like, especially like at home when I was doing like YouTube and like gaming and stuff, like that computer is always right there and you always have something like, cause I, like I, I had a business in it. So, I mean, people would be asking me questions like, Hey, like, I don't know. I feel like you're always needed when that computer is like right there in your room. Oh, that's one thing I, I, I still haven't gotten into the groove of. It's definitely with the social media mm-hmm. with today's society is looking at being that available to people because i already have issues of having a cell phone on me like not yeah. talking to people and texting yeah. but that's even worse where it's just like i can't i can't keep up i can't always be doing this yeah well anytime you're in a leadership leadership position it's you know people are going to be asking you questions they're going to be yeah your phone's going to be ringing all the time so. so what's next for you you're 17. i mean i don't know i'm tr- i'm trying to save up money um to go to school or to buy you know you know a new I- car or I don't know. Definitely, I'm not in the need of a Are new car. Are you getting a girlfriend? Soon. No, don't have any plans for a girlfriend in the future. Trying to first get my business established. You know, I've been trying to decide like if I'm gonna start a coffee shop, if I'm gonna buy in real estate. Um, you know, I have like I have a lot of different options, but eventually, I definitely want to have a coffee shop. That'd be really cool. I already know how to run one, so been talking to Jason and Leo a little bit about that. Um, maybe starting something else with them who knows like uh coffee number two yeah something like that i will say there's there's already a little bit of talk about that but it wouldn't be called connor coffee so but it's it's all some i have i have different plans like i have more than one plan because if i don't go to college like i definitely need to have plans do you think, because uh, another you know generational thing when I was growing up, it was you graduate high school, then yeah, uh, you know you got to go to college if you want to make something in your life, or else you'll be ooh blue collar. Yes. And now you know blue collar is the stigma seems to be going away that you know, I guarantee a plumber and electrician way makes way more yeah. than I do. Uh, so that even my own daughter, she's tomorrow going to be a junior in high school. And she was always talking about being uh, like a, an ornithologist or veterinarian. Yeah. And now it's over the last year, she seriously got into cosmetology. And she's actually That's taking cool. these special classes. It's a two-year program where when she graduates, she's fully certified to do, you know, hair and nails and stuff like that. And she's like, I'm not thinking about college. I think I really yeah. want to do this. She seems happy. Your mom and I are like, sounds good to me. I don't have to pay for college now. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different schools like that. Like mm-hmm. you can get a real estate license without going to college. You can get an insurance license, cosmetology. I still think it's crazy that you open up a PayPal account like at 14. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I, I, I had to use my, my parents' name, but. Well, I'm just thinking of like that. I mean, that's a, I mean, everything. That's a hump right there to start your own business. Yeah. Like, how do I get all this? I mean, that was probably my biggest benefit of having a family that knows how to take everything care of everything legally yeah and well i mean that's the thing like you have so many obstacles you have to go around like i just bought stocks you can't buy stocks till you're 21 so i had to use my parents name and i'm like a joint owner you know it, it's really weird but you find ways to go you find ways to go around it because like i knew i wanted to buy in these stocks so 
it's definitely weird, but I figured it out. How do you, even though I had to use my parents, my parents' name to open the PayPal account, I mean. Did they know you were using their name? Yeah, yeah, oh, they okay. did. Just no. I didn't know if you were confessing to a crime. On oh, the no, no, that, no. That's how much of an entrepreneur he is. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it, it was their account, you know. I mean, he's reading books about manipulating people. So no, what, I'm what not, you, not, not about he tells his parents all the time? <laughs> no. They're probably, they're probably scared of you now. They're like, oh, great. He can buy and sell me. Oh, great. That's funny. Well, uh, you know, we're going to have C-Kids hopefully in the studio in a yeah, bit. Yeah, they, so. they were outside the door momentarily, so we're going to kick but Christian, Christian out. Where can people find you? You want people to come to Connor Coffee yeah, and definitely. bother you? And, come, yeah, come say hello. Yeah? Are you allowed to come in there and just say hello? I mean, sure. Sure. Why not? We're not going to. Are you guys hiring at all? What's yeah, we are. So because the station doesn't pay me anything, so can yeah, can he come in there and say I, hi? I'm a hard worker. I'm dependable. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just you know. No, we're know. definitely hiring. Experience is a plus, but sometimes we prefer to train you our way anyway. So I've never served coffee, but I drink coffee and I enjoy coffee, so I think that makes me. I mean, how could you not? How can I not? Right. Yeah, I guess so. There you go. I, I guess so. I guess okay, so. it is 9.58 on the dot. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, we've been talking to Christian Woodring at Conroe Coffee. Of course, Conroe Coffee is one of our awesome, awesome sponsors, along with Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Jay Sittleberg for County Judge. He's ready to work for you. We'll be back with Sea Kids momentarily. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions get seen on tv youtube and heard on our podcast fm and internet radio support your local radio station with lone star community radio Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online 
at hcset.com. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back to Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1. Back with Sea Kids Theater. Sean, who, do you, who do you have with us? I've got Terry Woods, Britt Woods, and Elizabeth Woods. I'm sensing there might be a motif here. I'm not sure. I don't want to. I don't want to presume too much because there's no I in P R E S U M E. So let's start off with Terry here. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. You know, you can lower the microphone. You don't have to draft your neck up like oh, that. Cool. There you go. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. I am challenged this way. Well, you know, we're we're not short. We're just concentrated awesome is what we are. Uh, and we're and tall t- for hobbits. Today I am with uh, Sea Kids Theater School. Mm-hmm. I am actually the managing director of Sea um, Kids. And we have fall classes coming up. Registration is September the 18th, which is a Tuesday, from 5 to 6.30 at the Owen Theater. We like to do our registrations in person because I like to meet the parents, and we get it, and the kids get a tour of the theater, and it just really works out well that way. Now, when you say you like to meet the parents, is that code for secretly identifying the overbearing stage parents and which room to put them in during classes? I'm not going to stand preferably the across the street. <laughs> and so uh, you said fall because I was saying earlier that already we're segueing from summer into autumn already, and so these are right around the corner. So people are thinking, well, fall classes, we got tons of time. No, this is a few weeks away. Actually, we've been taking um, registrations since April. People now, start to look that soon for um, what they want their kids to do. Now, give us some history on C Kids. Well, I'll give you the history at the Owen. Okay. Um, uh, see kids. And that's kids with a Z, right? It's a, with a Z. Yeah. yeah. Um, when Players Theater Company moved to the Owen Theater, they were lacking one thing, a children's program. So the year after uh, we opened at the Owen, so that would be about nine years ago, um, we took on then it was Crichton Kids and now it's Sea Kids Theater School. We've done um, several productions at the Owen Theater, at the Children's Museum, um, at a couple of local churches, including um, the First Baptist Church and First Christian Church. Uh, We go where we need to go. Uh, we have a great time. Uh, we 
The group is about 35 members strong, Mm -hmm. a little smaller than some theater groups. But because we do classes the way that we do, it suits us. Now, is this one of those things where, you know, someone's going to get charged a ton of money to have their little girl dress up in a blue bonnet outfit and sway in the background? Or are they actually kind of learning some acting skills here? They're actually learning acting skills. Uh They're actually learning how to be self-confident. One of our strongholds is that we, we teach reading fluency through script work. Um, And we do that through performance, of course, Mm -hmm. monologues, audition pieces. Um, Last year, uh, we worked with another local author who is actually from Montgomery, Texas, uh, Denise Ditto. I know her with the, uh, the Bettina Tooth Fairy series. Well, we did the musical, uh, Bettina's Best First Day. We did it at the um, Children's Museum downtown. We did it at the Owen. And um, it was highly successful because it was 20 kids. They were all between the ages of 7 and 12. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot younger than most kids get on stage. Right. And everyone had at least a speaking part and mostly a speaking part song and dance. If it had been me, I would have been cast as the toothbrush. Let's talk with Britt here sitting next to you. So, Britt, what brings you into the studio? Well, we're about to have a show for for Sea Kids mm-hmm. where um, they pick a Texas author, which I am a Texas author. And they're Say going, what? So we have another author in the studio. Awesome. Talk yeah. to us about it. We're going to segue. So talk to us about the, the book real quick. My book is called The Hexian by B.R. Woods. Okay. And it's a sci-fi adventure novel about a not-so-normal girl named Starla Wolfwood. Starla is, in fact, a Hexian, which is a unique species of beings who are blessed with uh, different abilities. Some control elements, some control people. It's all very different. Starla happens to be an animal shifter and struggles with her abilities. And she has lived a very quiet and boring life locked away in her family estate her entire life and desperately dreams of a life of adventure. But with her 19th birthday quickly approaching, she will soon find the outside world will find her instead as she's flung into this war against humans and Hexian. Well, you heard it here, people first. So it's the Hexian. It's like Texian, but with an H instead of a T uh, on Amazon. Yes, it's there on Amazon. There you go. So uh, in fact, I'm looking at the Kindle edition right here. So I'll be downloading that later. And reading it with a with a happy eye. I haven't read anything new lately. And so now we talk about the book. Let's go back to Sea Kids. Well, let me segue into the fact that, like I said, last year our radio show for Rising Stars and Legends, mm-hmm. which is in March, was um, Bettina's Best First Day. And we used mostly younger students. Mm-hmm. This year we're going to use teenagers. And we are, and the teenagers will help us create a script from um, uh, the Hexian first three chapters. And that will be our radio show contribution for this year. I am so excited to hear that because, you know, Rising Stars got, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it this year. I think I heard that. Yeah, right. Apparently they hit the bottom of the barrel, found nothing, opened up another barrel and found me at the bottom of that one. So they had to dig deep for the, for this one. Well, I have more good news for you. What's that? 
Fill the week for me. I have um, uh, the summer we do, and the summertime we do Sea um, Kids summer camps with the city of Conroe. Mm-hmm. And Teen Camp did High School Musical. And those kids are going to do about 40 minutes worth of High School Musical wherever you tell us we're to do that during Rising Stars and Legends. That is wonderful to hear. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know, Rising Stars and Legends is an annual event, week long event. Uh, last year, ably put on by Don Hampton, and, and just basically it's where all the major arts organizations throughout the Conroe area, through the Greater Conroe Arts Alliance, uh, put together showcase performances, uh, theatrical, visual arts, performing arts, ballet, symphony, you name it. And so the next one's coming up mid-March, and already, you know, the ball's rolling again, just like I was saying earlier. You got... Fall classes are right around the corner, right on the heels of that. It's going to be Rising Stars. So I am looking forward to seeing Hexian brought to life on stage. And we will want to come back, you know, um, sometime before oh, don't Rising worry. You, Stars. You'll be so on that. many times between here and then. So. <laughs> so, that, so that we can present the part of the script as we're writing it. Wonderful. Brad, what does it feel to have, you know, something that was, you know, a figment of your imagination not that long ago, not only on paper, uh, but now also going to be realized, brought to life on on stage. It's really surreal, to be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, the Hexian has really been in the works my whole life. It started with, uh, I listened to mythology with my dad. I remember him listening to the Odyssey on a cassette tape. And I fell in love with myth. And then I grew up and I always wondered, how crazy would it be if we just found out that these weren't just stories? What if they were real? in some way what if they hid among us and they looked like you and me and what if we found out how crazy would it be and then i created this concept i had the dream about the hexian and it's crazier that i get to work with my grandmother terry and ah, there is a, i told you there was a relationship there dick you didn't believe me but i yeah. knew it it's awesome because uh, i used to be part of Crichton kids i was the youngest uh, stage for manager yeah mm-hmm in the Crichton. It was really awesome that I get to kind of go back to my roots and help my grandma with other kids and just inspire. Well, this is great. Besides, you know, along with Christian and Britt here, so this is the, I believe the children are our future episode of Mornings with Lone Stars. There's hope, you know, you get to my age and and Terry's age here, we're just, you know, convinced that, you know, the world's just going to go to heck in a handbasket, but looks like there's some hope in the youth after all. Right, Terry? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I was, I love kids and that's my daily life. And that's what I love to do on stage is work with the children. And um, it, it's just incredible. Oh, and I, I have to thank uh, Mr. Schistler over here. He's the one who started, as far as I know, he's the one who started all of the radio uh, uh, show concepts at the Owen. And, and I've watched and listened for quite some time, and I love the way that he works with kids. Well, yeah. So well, it's, that's, that's, <clears throat> apparently, it's court-ordered community service yeah. for oh. multiple felony counts. Secrets out. So he, he didn't want to do it. He, he talks bad about kids all the time, from what I hear. He hates life in general. Yeah. <laughs> and but, let's move over here to Elizabeth, because Elizabeth's been sitting here, you know, patiently hearing everyone else. So welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. And what brings you in here? What What's your role in this chicanery going on here i'm the support system for terry my mother-in-law and my daughter Mm -hmm. (laughs) so family affairs so uh when you say support are you uh 
uh, the, helping with uh, like spreading the word or, or Absolutely. getting personality. What kind of mommy agent would I be without doing that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe she'll take care of me in my older age. We can hope. <laughs> I already told my son in his house that room is going to be mine when I'm all old. Uh, you have a room. Uh, I'm hopeful for that. <laughs> <laughs> a pod outside would be nice. Right. Well, you know, we have green zone housing that creates, takes the old storage containers and turns them into very, very livable houses. So there we go. If Mark Cook is listening, I just plugged you, buddy. There you go. So let's tell people where they can go register for C-Kids for these classes and kind of like what they can expect at these classes. Basically, you're going to go in person on September the 18th. And there is tuition. So the tuition is 175 but there is not an additional charge for performance or anything like that. That is it. And that is for your um, Tuesday classes that will begin with audition techniques and script work. And then each kid within uh, a month will have a monologue to produce and we'll have a showcase. Awesome. And how long will the classes be going? So from um, September the 18th to December 15th. And uh, they are they weekends, evenings, they're both? They're all Tuesday from 5 to 6.30 at the Owen, mm-hmm. except when we're in production, the last two weeks are on stage between 5 and 6.30. Cool. Now, you know, I, I don't know if you know, are there any, like, former Sea Kids beyond Brit, of course, who's now become an author, uh, who just... You know, I was in the community theater production with the gal who ended up on uh, Gilmore Girls. So that was my my claim to fame there. Any any C kids that have gone on to greater glory? Kelly Peters is uh, probably 20-something now. Um, she is with a trio, the uh, uh, Kelly Peters trio, I think. Her, her father and her brother. She was on... Um, uh, Disney cruise ships for about three years in contract. She was also in New York City. Um, and um, Jordan McLaughlin went on to uh, uh, Boston Conservatory. Mm-hmm. He is still in New York now. He's uh, he, uh, he has done shows between Boston and New York. Um, he's about 23. Um, so you guys, so the kids have skills. In other words, both yeah. ending with the Z. And you'll see them. Also, you'll see them in the adult shows. Most likely is where you see them is in the adult shows at the Owen and at the Crichton. You're going to see these kids at, uh, there. Um, there was a... Think fast. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was there, a young lady. Three seconds of silence. We have to hum the girl from Ipanema and then they charge us money. <laughs> There's a young lady. She's... she's um, She's one of our sea kids. Mm-hmm. She was um, in Bettina's uh, Best First Day last year, and she was in uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. She was Peppermint Patty, and she's been uh, with us since she was like seven. Oh, and Caleb Glass. Caleb Glass was with, has, oh, was with us since he was seven, and he just got nominated for The Elephant Man. Right, where he's he a was superb. actually The Elephant Man. Yeah, he's a great actor. <clears throat> he's a also superb actor. D'Artagnan the year before. And That's right. A lot of people are just happy to see him growing up from the youth mm-hmm. into the adult that he is. Mm-hmm. It be 1016 on the dot. We're going to take a break here. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy, studio filled with woods, 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 and sea kids.
Howdy, howdy, everybody. This is Jared Sterrett, and you're listening to KZCC LP 106.1 Conroe and KZCW LP 104.5 in Conroe and worldwide at OurLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are removed from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. You're the one to say, okay. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. Well, yeah. And we have yeah. Terry, Brent, and Elizabeth Woods in the studio from Sea Kids. It's 1019 on the dot in the studios outside it's 83 degrees it's already crept up three degrees but the good news is it's only going up another 10 degrees today partly cloudy all day only a one percent chance of the rain because we don't believe in zero percent anything because you always got to hedge your bets isn't that right dick yes thank you for that color commentary low tonight in the mid 70s all week long enjoy the weather while you can so terry we're talking about uh not only sea kids but uh it operates out of the Owen Theater along with the Players Theater Company. And don't they have another great production coming up? Well, Players Theater Company on uh, August 31st has seven brides for seven brothers. And there's another sea kid in that. There's Nico Montalvo, who was our uh, teen intern this last summer. Nico, he was also in the uh, Putnam County Spelling Bee. Oh, right? very well. He was very good at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was- if you're interested in sea kids, then... Um, Remember to come to registration on September the 18th. You'll get a tour of the theater and lots of information about the 
what goes on in the classes. And if anybody wants to like kind of pre-scope you out, do some reconnaissance, is there a website they can go to? There is. It's uh, There's a link to it on the Owen um, Theater web- website. There's a See Kids. You just click on it. Cool. And we're there. And that's owentheater.com, and that's theater yeah, with an right R-E, because yeah, we're hoity-toity up here in Conroe. I see it. You see I'm it? there right now. Are you there? It's really great. Is it cool? And see kids right there at the tab at the top. Easy peasy. So that's the best way to get in touch with us. And um, we will be working on a, a radio show with uh, the older actors, the teens. And the radio show is uh, going to be based on a book called The Hexian. Hexian written by Britt or is it B.R.? Uh, it's B.R. Woods. B.R. Woods. There you go. So, just so I make sure the audience knows, to say I have a teenager and they're interested, and like, is it already too late, or is it something? Because you said March, so if they they have plenty of time, right, to get to convince their kid to get off their butt. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we won't be starting anything until, uh, like I said, registration September the 18th. So we'll be starting this process around the mid to end September. Okay. Good deal. So, plenty of time. Okay. Do you have a teenager you haven't told me about? Or is this you, another you. One of I'm those talking about you. I mean, we we've been making comments about you know your behavior. Well, emotionally, I'm I'm kind of more of a tweener, but I'll take it. At least I'm not walking around with the remnants of a, a tattoo on your neck. You don't like that? You got to commit, man. Commit to the tattoo. No, I double dog dare no. you. But yeah, thank you guys for coming in and talking about this. We'll get you in before because we'll be broadcasting the radio show too. I imagine yeah. so. Yeah, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Cool. And you also want to go to Amazon.com, look up The Hexian, H-E-X-I-A-N, by B.R. Woods. Download it today on Kindle and enjoy the read. God knows I'm going to. It is 1022 on the dot. We're going to take another break as we kick these lovely ladies out and go back to talking about oh, non Yeah, what are we going to talk about, Sean? Oh, we got some good stuff here. So I figured. Yeah. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in, and we'll be hearing more about it. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Today's show brought to you by Jay Stillberg for County Judge, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Conroe Coffee. We'll be right back. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday, right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM, or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Want to check out the fastest-growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's Roller Derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of roller derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. Hello, welcome back. Mornings, Lone Star Dick and Skippy, 1027 on the dot in the Lone Star Studios. Had some great guests today. We had Christian Woodring from Conroe Coffee earlier. A young entrepreneur, a young gentleman who seems to have his head screwed on straight and a bright future ahead of him in the world of entrepreneurship. Along with three lovely ladies, Terry, Britt, and Elizabeth Woods from Sea Kids. Uh, audition, uh, registration happening for classes that start on September 18th. Go to Owen Theater with an RE.com to find out more information. Uh, tuition, only 175 bucks. And think about it, that's like, what, three video games? It's nothing. And it really gets your kids involved uh, socially, community-wise, uh, education-wise. And uh, they're going to be doing a big thing for the Rising Stars and Legends event happening in March as well. So great stuff happening in the community and in the studio. That's what I got. Cool. Dick's still recovering from the tribute to Conroe Music Festival. So there was a, the, the the Pearl Jam uh, cover band. band. Yeah, tribute band. There are a bunch of tribute bands there. Right. So you saw and that one. Food. How were they? Oh, he was really good. He was very energetic. There was one time he like just ran. He jumped off the grassy area from the stage mm-hmm. and ran to the back of the hill and all the way back. He's like giving high fives to everybody. So he clearly was enjoying himself, and uh, the band was too. I mean, it was. It was a nice day until it got a little cloudy and a little rainy, but I gotcha. I didn't stop. A lot of people were going down there. 
Well, it sounds like it was a lot of fun. I am sorry I missed it, but next year I'll just make sure that they don't have four things booked at the same time. Seems uh, to be your issue constantly. I know. Convenient. Convenient. I know, right? <laughs> so uh, we have some other local news. Let's talk some local stuff for a while okay. here. So th- th- this is just kind of sucky. So some bad guys stole a church van and used the church van to drive through a CVS uh, the one on 1488 in Kirkendall to like rip off the ATM and stuff. That's just, that's extra wrong there. You know, it's bad enough to steal a van, but to add to that, it being a church van. And then on top of that, it's bad enough to break into a pharmacy to, to steal stuff, but to use a church van to do it. I think they're going to go to the, the dirty place when they die on this one. I think they're going to go down. You know, speaking of stealing, did you see that story of that guy stealing that airplane? Yeah, apparently two. Talk about a grand method of of suicide. He stole it just to plunge it into the ground. Yeah. Now, did Did I see a photo that he actually took a selfie of himself getting stealing the plane? He uh, well, there's he was a he worked he was a ground service person, so Mm -hmm. he like did the luggage and did all the airplane kind of stuff. So, I mean, I don't really know what's true or what's not true with that. Okay. I just thought there is, they did release an audio of him talking to the towers. Okay. And it's kind of, it's a little strange because he's very positive. And then it got real dark. And it wasn't anything like, it wasn't like he was spouting off negative things about people. He just, I think he was just at the end. Um, Unfortunately, uh, some people view that as the resolution. So, when they resolve, and unfortunately, it's a horrible thing that happens. It happens to too many people every day. Uh, yeah, but it's pretty crazy if you look up the audio. The only thing I don't like what they've been doing, though, is people have been editing it. And that's just like, you can't do that. Yeah, well, until the media says, do not edit this, or unless the media stops releasing everything the second they get it so, without being If you want to listen to it, try to look for like the unedited version. But Okay. Uh, because people are already making memes and stuff of it. And it's, it's pretty crazy because... Yeah, let's make fun of someone committing suicide. No, no, they made it real sad. Oh, okay. They make it like they made they put. Uh, I forgot what song it was. Let me see if I can look it up. Like all by myself. Oh, no, it is. Uh, if you look up a video, it's very hard. I mean, it's the way they designed it. So, rest rest in peace, Sky King. And okay, I don't know what the I, music is. I oh, Dust in the Wind or, oh, or was it? Was oh, it Gust Lord. in the Wind? What's the song called? Dust in the Wind. Oh, my gosh. So, well, here. Like, here, I'll pull it up. Or yeah. you not. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no, here, no, put it up. All right, yeah, let me see if I can pull it up. It's really, I mean, like, it's really eerie. It's kind of crazy. Well. I'm Bebo Russell, and I'm a ground service agent. That means I lift a lot of bags. This is him. This is, like, him. Like he made YouTube videos and stuff. So many bags. Look at all them bags. Ooh, a purple one. No, this is the audio between him and the tower. He's doing, he's doing these. Did you see the footage of him flying stuff? It's nuts. Okay, we got 15 seconds before we have to start paying royalties yeah. for for Kansas there. <laughs> but um, yeah, unfortunately, you know this guy kind of got what he wanted. You know, you kill yourself colorfully enough, and you get out, you become a YouTube star after the fact. So. uh well, I don't think it, as that was his intention. Not his just, intention, but everyone's turning it into uh, uh, that. Well, so. I, if anything, like reading the story, it's kind of amazing to me that 
it really is as simple as getting on an airplane and taking off. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, ninety-nine percent of the people in the world don't know how to take off an airplane. Well, no, actually, or even turn it, one, one on. One of his lines was, "They were trying to talk to him about landing, and like if he, if he feels comfortable flying, and he just goes like nonchalantly, like, yeah, I play a lot of video games. So far, it's a lot of fun.' I was like, what? So I don't know if he's just joking around because he's been around airplanes for so long, working mm-hmm. over there. But I mean, well, hope. Yeah, I don't know I mean, where to go with that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that was kind of, I'm talking about the idea of being able to just get on an airplane. Yeah. And be like, what's this Russell guy doing? Oh, he's t- taking off. Okay, so here's a question. I mean, I, I, let me kind of segue because he was able to, I guess, fly an airplane because he did flight simulator video games. So I, mean, that, I don't know the truth to that. I think he might, that might have been just a good joke. Okay. Because I'm saying if you listen to the audio without the sad music, it's like a very, he's very uplifting and he's just talking about how much fun this is and. But then again, I mean, he might be literally at the end because he did crash into an island. So no one got hurt besides mm-hmm. him. And the owner of the airplane. Yeah. Well, I'm an insurance probably. And the people left that. behind, family members, loved ones, yeah. those who were involved with it, those who weren't able to talk him down, so they'll they'll bear guilt with it. I, I don't celebrate when someone okay. offs themselves like that. But we're going on to other things that aren't, don't involve dust in the wind. I knew that had to be in the top three songs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I want to give you a chance to talk about political stuff because I know probably one of the bigger things over the weekend was that firing of that FBI agent. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, not Peter. Nothing, is it Peter Stru- Struck? Stroke. No one stroke. can seem to pronounce his name correctly. Peter S. Yeah. Uh, not my stances on the, the the two White House related things lately are, aren't really political stance, just kind of idiocy stance. Once for for Peter Strzok, finally months later they finally decide to fire him. I have to question the timing. Why not? He was already security risk by the simple fact that he had an affair. Uh, and it's funny because on his GoFundMe page where he's trying to raise money, he calls himself a loyal, happy husband. Um, but. That compromises when you do something like that, that that leaves you open to being compromised by enemy agents, foreign and domestic. So that's why he should have lost security clearance and been fired right away. They just literally just moved his office, gave him a lateral move, didn't demote him, didn't do anything. Well, you're really serious about this GoFundMe page. Yeah. He made 250000 He's made it already? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I have to question the timing of his firing because it should have happened either immediately or why now? If there is like if you're gonna fire me, it should have happened by now. Well, if it's finally happened, then why now? And I, I think we're gonna find out why. Because remember, as an agent, as a federal agent, if he's caught lying under oath, the the penalties are beyond substantial. Yeah. And so now he's a private citizen, and he can, you know, he's not answerable to anyone now. He, so there is that. I have to question that. It's not really political. Just uh. This man made a career for the last year and a half saying, well, I had my personal feelings, but there's nothing, you, you know, didn't affect my personal judgment whatsoever. But if you look at his Twitter feed, the vitriol, it's always been there. It, it's it's like. Well, a question was brought up where in a sense of why was this guy fired, not the guy who did a backflip and discharged his weapon? And I'm like, you know, you can't really compare it. Those are the same, they're the same jaw. They're both FBI, but I always saw it as it's kind of, bad 
voodoo to talk trash about someone, especially if you're investigating it, because either A, in the future you won't be given a chance of a promotion or whatever because they know you don't play well mm -hmm. ethically. And so it's like, why would I want this guy to be on the team? And then on top of that, it's like, what? I guess the FBI has a lot of reasons to fire people. And what was the reason given for hiring him? What, what do they say? Well, the reasoning they're giving is because, well, the, the stuff that we've already cleared him of, because when these things were coming to light that he had well, because that's the what text well, messages. That's what he had me the affair on the timeline. They Nothing said, new has happened. Yeah, but that, now they decided to. Fire yeah, him. it confused me a lot because the timeline of it is mm -hmm. they. I know that he's part of the Mueller investigation. Like he's part of the team. Mm -hmm. And then when the the text messages got released, the Mueller guy basically said, "You can't be on the team anymore." So we're literally just moving your office. Yeah, like you're not on the team anymore. So he didn't get fired. He got off the team. Mm -hmm. And then they did a report where it was like, oh, he didn't do anything wrong, but he's off the team. Mm -hmm. And then and now they and fired now him they for fired not him. doing anything wrong. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't yeah. rack up. They either should have fired him immediately. Uh, and again, the fact that he was fired and they didn't take him into a room and say, hey, we think it's time you resign to pursue personal interest outside well, the they FBI. Well, they needed Christian to go, to, uh, go talk to him, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you see this working? Do you see this working? <laughs> yeah, they could have sent Christian Woodring over there. Yeah. So there's that. So it's I don't uh, politics in the sense of you know Trump versus well, non-Trump I mean, like, doesn't come into I this. I always felt that like this story was a really good story in the sense of there was actually t something tangible to look at mm -hmm. for the public. Thirty thousand text messages. Well, the the, the the public, and if you look at them, some of them are just like I mean, I think it's just kind of funny. You always laugh at yourself because you you kind of fall for it a lot of times. Like. Why were you using a work phone to do any of this kind of conversation? Because mm -hmm. I have plenty of friends who have a work phone, and they will limit, like, and I always get mad at them because I was like, well, I don't know if you're on your work phone or not because on my phone it's just your name. And, like, do I have to create a whole other contact? So, like, usually you don't like me, you know, sending those, you know, disgusting texts or whatever, you know, jokes or whatever, inappropriate things. He's like, this is my work phone, man. Well, <clears throat> the whole Peter Strzok thing, this is the latest in a long string of – Bad actions happening and then being investigated and then there being a walk back on them and then coming back to bite later. Comey saying about the Hillary Clinton emails holding the press conference where he listed all the reasons why he was just wrong and everything. Then he said, well, we couldn't find that she meant to do it, so we're not going to pursue charges. Same thing with, with Strzok. It was, okay, so he had an affair with another agent and he did this and he compromised himself and he had that, but we didn't find anything that, that had actually stopped his personal opinions or that he made professional decisions based on his personal opinions. So he's okay. But now we're going to fire him three months later. And if you look at, again, if you look at his Twitter account and he's going to be shopping a book soon enough too, it's to say his decisions well, weren't it's, based it's on really, his bias is just Yeah, it's really stupid. hard not to like when do you think it's My gonna, intelligence when do you is think being insulting. When, yeah, when do you think it's gonna hit that boiling point with this kind of behavior? Well I think who's also helping uh, people reach the boiling point is Omarosa. Right yeah, so I'm saying like that kind of stuff you get to the point where like, all right, I'm done with this topic. Omarosa is the latest in a very long string of people who say, I have tapes but won't play them. she says that she heard a tape of the president being racist if that tape existed if it's not out if it's not leaked within 24 hours because think of all the things that are leaked the last thing on the president that was leaked was from what 15 years ago 10 15 years ago when he's locker room talking with billy bush or billy boyd whatever the guy's name was locker room talk from a decade ago if there's a tape 
of the president being a racist, believe me, if it's not released, leaked within the next 24 hours, then it doesn't exist. And this is, the again, the latest in a long string. And I don't care if it's Trump, the president. I don't care if it's Obama. If the right were doing this to Obama, I'd be saying the exact same thing. This is, okay, that didn't work. Okay, North Korea, Rocket Man, that didn't work. So now we're going to go on to Israel. No, that didn't work. Okay, now we're going to go on to Russia collusion. That's not working. Okay, what's next? And we're getting down to Omarosa, who, let's face it, people, you all hated her on The Apprentice. You all hated her, and you know it, because she's a race-baiting, not very nice person at all. And here's the thing. She, once again, recording the president and and other people, illegally recording, or even not illegally, in the Situation Room. Legally, they don't know if they can pursue charges on her for recording in the Situation Room. You know why? It's never been done before. It's never been contemplated that someone would do that. This is— or be public about it. Like, yeah. People do it, but they just hold on. Well, no, there, there's a White House where you're not supposed to use personal devices in the White House, in the West Wing situation room particularly, but she did. And again, there's more of this, oh, I'm shopping my book. I made a lot of allegations, but literally not one. I mean, what, what, what would you do for your standards, for your, for like your more, uh, like your, your ethics? Would you do this for $2 million? What, write a tell-all book without yeah. a shred of proof? No, I... I put value on my, I truly do put value on my name. I, I, I'd i like to think so. Now you wave $2 million at me. I may, I'd have to have a serious soul search going on. Uh, I'll be honest about that. But no, this is a woman who's made her career being a wench. I'll replace the word by saying wench or witch. And she's going to have her, she had her 90 minutes of fame all over the weekend. And it's going to be like the last book. People are going to buy it one week and not the next week. Buy the Hexian instead on Amazon. There you go. It is 1042. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-647. Three seven seven six.
Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936-709-7671. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive, and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help, and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778. Where you go and what you're looking for You know those boys don't want to play no more with you Hey, it's 1046. We're in our final final part of the show today lots of stuff happening today great guests great talk so got a question for you here uh i was saying just before the break you know my name is important to me and i'm sure for that's for a lot of people very few people say oh i don't care what people think about my name but you know the actor vincent d'onofrio uh he's been a he's been you've known him when you see him he's been in the law and order tv show he was the serial killer in the cell, you know, that... that Who is this? Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Okay. He's auditioning, or he's on negotiations for a role where he plays a really bad racist. He took to Twitter to ask people... That's smart. Should I do this? Would you forgive me if I did and stuff? And, you know, people are... A lot of actors are going, hey, it's just a role. Go for it. Marlon Brando the same thing in roots you, you know is that just trying to self-validate i mean truly well, I, I, I would definitely I would think most actors know that i would definitely see somewhere. it as as uh you know per, doing or i don't have a way to put it but being in that in that field of work it's so volatile depending on the current situation because we point in case like the me too movement and there's always a couple stories where nothing really happened, but that person got dragged through the mud. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you could say that about uh, like I mean, I think the most recent one that I read that people were giving this actress a hard time because uh, she was Batgirl and she was a lesbian, but people didn't believe she was a lesbian. Ah, okay. And so people were like, and she was kind of disturbed by the LGBTQ community not supporting her in this because she's always been, you know, out or always been that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why aren't people believing me? <laughs> but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't really know. And Twitter's, I mean, it's stupid to be on Twitter. I don't really understand. Facebook, I get because there's more depth to it. You can create photo albums, you can share videos and things like that. But Twitter to me has never been anything in a positive sense. Like, I mean, the only thing I can say is the funny the funny jokes you can follow comedians or something. Or you can get those hilarious names for the new Mountain Dew flavor. So that's pretty funny. But as in, like, doing that on Twitter to ask that question, who do you think is going to respond? Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. It, to me, it seems to be one of those love me, love me things. Uh, and I'll put this out to any of my theater friends listening in uh, live or on podcast. And um, Daniel and Brett and others, you know, who, who, who I'm talking about. <clears throat> We've all played roles of people that don't indicate us. You know, yeah. I, you can be in a movie, in a play well, called The Foreigner, where you play a Klansman, but and we, not a single person in the heard, audience thinks you're a Klansman. But we've seen stories in the past year judging people on what roles are playing, especially, like, do you remember when, uh, I think it was, like, the last three years, every time they announced, like, the Aladdin remake and the Mulan remake, and mm-hmm. they... You know, they they whitewashed the cast and everything. Like, Gods of Egypt, that got a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. But that was a horrible movie anyway, so no one really cared. But does that make sense to you? Like, that's going to be the next step is not just race. It's also topic. Well, this is the punchline to me. Vincent D'Onofrio, now he's up for a white supremacist. Let's, let's ask people. Vincent D'Onofrio was the murdering alien in Men in Black. He was the psycho sergeant killer in Full Metal Jacket. He was. Um, well, do you do you think that as is this a tell that Hollywood is looking at severe topics or severe yeah or this is topics that are now they're going to try to placate it to whatever exactly. lens we want to look. He through was it. the serial killer in the cell. He was he's played some murderous killing people, but oh, we're we're not worried about what people think about us now. But oh, I might be a white supremacist. Is it okay, people? It's this is I, I snicker at Vincent D'Onofrio on this. Well, luckily for us, there's not a really good example of a good white supremacist. So typically, when you're making a movie, you're not going to be sympathizing. Look at, you look at Edward Norton doing American History X. Yeah, that showed uh, that was a powerful, powerful movie, and yeah. it showed it. And you don't see Norton going, "Oh, is it people? Is it okay if I play this role?" I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of snickering. But that, I know where it's, man, it's... That movie was so serious. Hey, I wanted to talk about a couple of local things real quick, just to let you know. So Oak Ridge North, uh, tomorrow, uh, they're having a meeting because their sitting manager, Vicki Rudy, is uh, stepping down at the end of August, and there are two people who have applied for the position. So Oak Ridge North is going to be having a special meeting so people can get to know these two applicants. So do go there if you're an Oak Ridge North resident or just an interested citizen. Have you ever been to Pie in the Sky? Yes. Well, you know, they're expanding in Conroe, but they're also opening up a new location in Magnolia. Okay. So everyone be on the lookout for that. But this is my favorite news of the day. Well, sort of, kind of. Shenandoah, which is just north of the Woodlands, just south of Conroe, little little pocket there, is known for, you know, pulling you over for going 46 in a 45 zone, you know, 
they have just received new ALPRs, automatic license plate readers, which goes on the cars and, and stuff, and they can read your license plates. Now, they say it's so they can track down stolen cars, sex offenders, and people involved with silver and you know, amber you alerts. You know it's funny? I was thinking about that, like similar things about what the police do and what really is, and I would say, encroachment on the citizens to what they, or the, they're basically crossing the line from serve and protect to, mm-hmm. you know, make their job easier. I was thinking about those unmarked cars that look like cop cars, but they don't have any decals and everything on it. Have you seen the ones that actually the decals are or whited out or blacked out or whatever? They're reflective tape. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, why, what situation could this provide protect and serve for me for as a citizen? Like Crazy. what situation besides fooling people to pull them over? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just laughing with it. The Shenandoah uh, police chief, Ray Shaw, says that they're, they're, they're getting these automatic license plate readers so they can find stolen cars, sex offenders, and silver and amber alerts. Shenandoah, truly, how many silver and amber alerts happen in your neighborhood? And, and stolen cars, I, I doubt there are, very, there are very few stolen cars in Shenandoah because there are 42 cop cars per, you know, 50 inhabitants. So... Long story short, if you're driving through Shenandoah, do know that not only is your speed being monitored, but now your very existence. And if you if you have any outstanding parking tickets anywhere, you may want to avoid Shenandoah wherever possible. Just saying. Okay. Well, we got to wrap up the show. Ten fifty four. We're tomorrow. Going bye-bye. Tomorrow we're going to have a political person in, uh, Jay Silberg for county judge. He's coming back. Okay. So if you have questions for him, let us know. It's not hard to reach out to us on social media. Just look up Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was a good show today. Special thanks to our sponsors, Jay Stittleberg for County Judge. Also, we have Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We're here all week, so make sure to follow us on Facebook, check out our events, uh, see who's coming in and things like that. Sean, enjoy the rest of your day. We Thank got, you. Uh, it's a Tuesday. It's a beautiful day. Here in Montgomery County. See you guys later. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio with Mornings with Lone Star.